Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. James Corden says goodbye. Time to chant Jerry, Jerry one last time. All while Danny Minogue is watching Guy on Guy. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If the headline was made, then it's fair game for Shade. And joining this week, it's the return of Mikey. How are you? I'm tired. I've been busy, yo. Like, doing too Yeah, much. we missed you. You're too good for us. No, I'm just, I'm in, a, I'm in an original show right now, which is consuming so much of my time. And then, like, I've been auditioning for things and, like, I've been going to the city and doing stuff. I've just been all over. I haven't had a second to friggin' think, let alone do anything. Will you be in Pirates of Penzance? Yeah, you know, I auditioned for this thing two weeks ago, had a call back on Tuesday of that same first week. And then this week on Tuesday, I got a call ask or got, a, got an email saying they still hadn't decided. It was me and another kid for Frederick. And that they were unsure on which direction they wanted to go, but they were curious if I had any interest in being the police chief. And I said, no, not interested in that. I'm not a bass. I can't sing the part. But it's such a good part. Those are good songs. I can't sing it unless they're going to have me lip sing it. No, it's too I low. Think you could pull, I think you could pull it it's, off. No, it's too low for me. You, you could sing it up an octave and it would still be fun. You can make it a good fun choice. No, because the it the it, it the whole thing is run to run to run to raw. The whole thing is making fun of like is parodying operas and like it's specifically in operas. The bass is the villain, and he's supposed to be the villain. Like you, I it's no, you do not take that up because it's very specifically the choice. When and I plus, saw, I just want and plus, I, I just want to be Frederick. I just want to be Frederick. And they did it as uh, basically the Pirates of the Caribbean of Pirates Penzance. They had a nice little Calypso version of that uh, character. Choices. Um, (laughs) No, I, and plus, I don't want to be that part. I just want to be Frederick. I'm sick of playing the like chew on the set faggy roles. I don't want to do it anymore. Are you saying that's typecasting? Yeah, I'm sick of it. I don't want to keep getting typecast. I've missed out on so many roles this year because. You're gay. Because I'm gay. I'm going to be 100% honest. Because I'm gay. And I was told, well, we, we don't see you as a straight man. We don't think that you could relate to. It's like, if fucking Jesus I mean, Christ was probably a gay man. So let's calm Frederick, down. Here. Frederick is not necessarily straight. Exactly. He's a girl for the first time. is like, oh, that's different. I mean, he, you, come on. Let, fan fiction here. But you know Frederick has had a peg leg up the butt oh, once or twice. Frederick's fucked at least half those pirates. Like, let's no. all, like, not... Yeah, yeah. But so I'm just um, like, friends, I, yeah. if you if you are not a fan of uh, Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates Penzance, I pity you. It is pure art. Go it's watch funny. the movie uh, with uh, Kevin Klein and Angela Lansbury. It's wonderful. It's very campy. It's it's so good. Problematic, probably. But it's I don't know. It kind of holds up. It kind of still holds up like a hundred years it's, later. It's, it's, it's better than the Mikado. Uh, but that's a different story. Oh. 
All right, we're going to be taking five pop culture topics, headline stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorite moments might not be included. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out. DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. All right. After eight years and nearly uh, 1,200 episodes, the curtain fell on the late, late show. James Corden said goodbye to the U.S. and us. Bye. Throughout his final episodes, Corden did one last carpool karaoke with Adele, did a sketch featuring all of the late night hosts, finally got hit by a car in Sidewalk Musical, and did an appearance in The Lion King with Tom Cruise. He did leave with an appeal to America to find unity once again, and dare I say it with Corden gone, I think we all are united in peace and happiness. I mean... The time slot will not see another chat show. For now, it will be replaced by the reboot of At Midnight, which was a series that formerly ran on Comedy Central and will be produced by Stephen Colbert. Um, I got to say, before we get into the questions part of it, um, earlier this year, I discovered um, that there was a Melody Festivalen song called Carpool Karaoke, where this woman, Nana Granville, uh, sang a song about wanting to sing Carpool Karaoke with James Corden. Uh, James Corden did a bit about it. I, I thought that would have been the biggest, greatest send-off to have her there, and he did not bring her there, and I think that was a travesty. Uh, instead, he brought Harry Styles and Will Ferrell. Like, who are they? Big names. Whatever. I never get what I want. Anyway, Mikey, will you miss James Corden? No. What Listen, room? when I first was introduced to him in Doctor Who, I was in love. Absolutely loved him. Mm-hmm. And then he became oversaturated. And I yes. think that's the biggest issue with him because he's not terrible. He is very, he is a very good performer. He might be a terrible human being I, from the rumors, but like he is a good performer. The issue is he became oversaturated and everyone went, great, a funny fat guy who can sing. Let's put him in everything that requires a funny fat guy. It was once he won the Tony Award, America was like, look, it's a novelty act. And um, everyone wanted the novelty act. And it just, it wasn't right. It wasn't right for everything. Um, Well, Oprah had the same issue with when she was in Color Purple and when she'd been, she was acting. It's because she was also on TV at the time so she was in everyone's houses so frequently that it was oversaturated that people were like why the fuck why do we care about oprah despite color purple being one of the best movies ever like it just oversaturates when you're on a talk show because you're in everyone's homes every day to be fair she did not have the same acting um prowess that james corden did and have have the biggest opportunities um sure but she still was everywhere and people were like not into the vibe because when you're everywhere you're everywhere but what worked in her advantage was she slowed down and was solely on the tv show and that's what made her super duper famous sure once she stopped Um, doing everything and oversaturating and was focused it was great and i think now that she's doing the producing and focusing we love we love oprah yes um i think for me the thing i will miss about james corden's show is I do like the format. I do find it fun to have multiple guests on the couch at the same time and the banter and all that stuff. It's a very British format. Um, Obviously, I'm a huge Graham Norton show fan. um, And he just has a stronger ability to get the conversation to be fun and and lighthearted and crazy. 
Um, like I, I watched him on uh, Seth Meyers the other night and he was talking about it. He's like, I just sit back and let them one up each other because it's fun and they all want to be one one up each other. James Corden didn't have that kind of spark. Um, dare I say he interrupted a little too much. Well, happens. Um, what country will James Corden terrorize next? I mean, I don't think he's done terrorizing the U.S. I think if he's smart, what he does is he goes and he takes a couple of years off, maybe five or six, and just fully removes himself from the spotlight and then maybe comes back and does like West End or Broadway. Well, I think it's going to be within the year he will be on the West End. I don't, I don't, that's, this is the issue though. I, I, he, he has an oversaturation issue. People don't want to see him. People don't want to support him. Maybe it's a different feel in London. And, you know, maybe being on the West End for a little bit might be good because we don't really uh, track the West End, especially theater people kind of do. But but for the most part, it won't be an oversaturation. I just don't know how he's... Can I give you my wild prediction? Oh, no. I think when Neil Patrick Harris leaves uh, Peter Pan gone wrong, James Corden's going in. Then that's not West End. No, I, I, I think, I, I, right, I, I think he's going to be on Broadway. He's going to be in theater. He's going to do theater. He loves theater. This is, this is roots. I know, and I like him doing theater. I just think he needs to take a couple of years off and do goddamn nothing. Then you lose fame and notoriety. I don't know if I necessarily disagree, because then you get a comeback, and you can talk about your comeback, and it's like a different thing. Like, a comeback from what? Being a nice, a bad person to a nice person? America's very, America has a very short mindset and memory. The joke for this, the late night host sketch was that um, he and Trevor Noah, the punchline was they came back for the mass Singer. So he knows what's up. Who came back? Trevor Noah was on Mass Singer. No, that was the joke of the sketch that they did on uh, one of the last shows of um, James Corden was uh, he was like haunted by all the hosts and told him they have he has to keep all the secrets of late night um, and then said, you, um, you'll, you'll see me again. And then the last scene was him and Trevor Noah on the Mass Singer. Oh, performing. Yeah. Which, again, fine. That's what you do. That literally relaunched T-Pain. Like, take five years off, do the mass Singer, and then hop don't on Broadway. Forget, don't forget, we've had Sarah Palin and Rudy Giuliani on that show. We also had JoJo, and now she's relaunching her shit, and she's trying to be a famous Broadway actress. Sure. Well. She's trying. She is in the fucking Moulin Rouge right now. Yeah, well, you know what, listen. It's a garbage she... musical, sorry, but... Wow. Okay. Well, Mikey is really trying to make me mad because who doesn't love a jukebox musical? Especially I love a jukebox musical. I like a good jukebox musical and it's not good. Like Anne Juliet. I do love Anne Juliet. Should we stick to things in the UK? Who, him? No. Our next topic. I kissed a boy and I liked it. 
I Kissed a Boy will debut on BBC Three and will feature a cast of all queer eligible bachelors competing to find love. Hosted by Kylie's sister, Danny, the series will find that the boys will be partnered with a fellow contestant who has been deemed romantically compatible. But the gag is they've never had a chance to meet or talk. They will be given a chance to share a kiss to see if there is a spark or save their snog for another lad. What's your thought on this concept? What the fuck? People are bored. Reality TV um, is so fucking boring. People have not, like, I'm glad that we're getting gay ones, like shitty, boring gay what TV shows. What is crazy to me is the UK really is the, the premier reality TV hub. They they originate a lot of good ones. They have a lot sure. of trashy ones. Um, this is their first gay-centric show. We've had a couple already, uh, which is crazy that we did it oh, first. Yeah, we did have Finding Prince Charming. Yikes. Yeah, and um, remember Tila Tequila? Oh, Tila Tequila shot at love when she was allegedly a bisexual. Yeah, so we've done it already. Uh, this is the first time in the UK, which is just wild to me. Um, but this seems so stupid and campy. I don't know if you watched the trailer, um, but do you think this is a novelty show that will simply just showcase how messy gay men can be when it comes to love? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I just don't, I don't, if you want to see like, I don't know. I've been thinking for a while, they should just do these reality shows as like a fucking only, only cast bisexual folks and then just put them in a big melting pot and say, have fun. And that's how you do it. Like if Love is Blind was all bisexual folks and you could just talk to anybody in the world, it would be a much more entertaining television program. I mean, I I think you're onto something because I think um, Love is Blind is getting a little dry because they keep oversaturating it they keep giving us two a year um but it's the same form it's always straight people i think yes either a bisexual season or you know what just to do a smaller one-off um gay version just to see the experiment work um because we want love too gay people exist we make better television than straight people most of the time yes so like Um, sorry about it what? How do you think I would do on a gay dating show? <laughs> do you really want me to answer this question? Yes, I do. <laughs> Which television program are we on, though? Let, let's let's say it is the gay version of Love is Blind. I think the f- first question you ask everyone is how much, uh, what's your BMI? Mm-hmm. So that you can ensure that they're a twink. Right. Because you are problematic. Okay. And then I think that you would fall in love with every single twink that showed up, mm-hmm. um, despite not having seen them. And I think it would be very dramatic. I don't think you would get the marriage. I think they, it would end in a, in a not coupling for you because I think that you just would be there to make good TV. And I don't think you would actually be there to fi- fall in love. Cause I think you're smart enough to realize that this is not a real life. It's just simulation. And you just would be like, I'm going to make some good TV and get my fame out there so that I can do other shit. That's correct. Um, Because I'm saving my love for my forever prince who is in Asia right now on tour. Um, And straight. No, he is so gay. Um, I love him. He'll never happen, but he, 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 he is the one who will always get away. Um, But no, I think you're right. I, I think, I would go on there and know how to hack the system. You'd um, want to be the villain. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you can come back on another show and get a redemption arc, and then you can launch your career. 
Exactly. That's how you do it. Um, do you think with the gay version of Love is Blind, you, you were joking about the Twinks, but maybe they separate them. Uh, one house or one room is for the Bears, the others for the Twinks, and then they come together. No, um, everyone gets their own apartment room and and, and you can literally, so you want, I want to so see how, some bear So you're basically bear. now making it a hybrid of the circle and Love is Blind. Yes. Okay, I can I can handle that one. Right? Let's like fucking one. like that's what I want. I don't need these fucking like we're gonna put the men in one room in the one. No, bitch. Just everybody gets their own little apartment and you can go talk to people in these little fucking rooms for hours or whatever. And then like fucking like done, sold. Signed, sealed, delivered. Now, one thing we didn't talk about the show yet. Um, I know she's a little more famous in the UK than she is at all here. Uh Danny Minogue. Uh they couldn't get Kylie. Why is a woman hosting this is my first question. Because that's just how things work in the UK. There's not a gay, there's not a gay. No, no, it's, it's more, it's more about the, the narration. Um, Cause a lot of the UK reality shows are more of a narrator as opposed to a host host that we see. Um, so she'll be narrating the action. Do you watch Love yeah, Island? But like, no, I don't know. It's very similar that in that kind of um, setup. I watched uh, two of the three seasons of the UK circle because I could not find a third season. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, so I get it. Like the female narrator, like, we love like it, it couldn't have that. been just a male narrator, like a, a, a sassy. No, it would confuse queen, people. Like a sassy old queen. I think but it would have no, been hysterical. I mean, listen, I would have taken. Get RuPaul like, on there. She's sassy and old. No, I, I give me like tea or coffee. That's the, that's the one I want. Ooh, hear. I'd be down for some tea or coffee. Listen, tea and coffee will probably be on next season. <laughs> I love tea and coffee. Why are <laughs> so we dragging Miss Tia? No, we're not dragging Miss Tia coffee. We'll drag Miss Tia coffee because you're not going to drag Con because she's doing fucking Eurovision stuff. But I understand it's in you. It's in England. It's fine. I get it. Um, it's whatever. I want to go to uh, Eurovision Ew, one year David, next year. No. Next year when it's in Sweden. I have a friend that lives in Sweden. <gasps> Oh my God, do they listen to my podcast? Because I have a lot of Swedish followers. I love it. I'm here for it. I don't think she um, does. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, Sweden's going to win Eurovision. I'm going to keep saying it to everybody. Euro- Eurovision, Lorraine wins again. Second win. Love. I like the one last year, the IE vegetables and, and vagina or whatever it was. Yeah, that wasn't from Sweden, but yes, yes. Um, I liked that song. Um, yeah, did not make it to the finals. <laughs> that's that's um, horrific. It should have won. The, the subwoofer made it to the finals from Norway. And then, of course, my favorite Moldovan uh, train song ever uh, made it to the finals and came seventh place because the fans voted it in. I don't know. It's okay. I just know the one song from last year because someone sent it to me and said, is this real? And I'm like, it looks it to be a sure real is. thing. Well, the, as I alluded to earlier about carpool karaoke, uh, that was in uh, Sweden's preliminary show to get into Eurovision. So that could have been a Eurovision song, too. We love camping Eurovision. Uh, just wait, friends. If you do love Eurovision, I will have my um, Eurovision preview podcast released this week featuring my forever prince who we did record while he was in um, Phuket, Thailand. That was fun. Wild. Mazel tov. Yeah. Um, all right, some sad, sad news, friends. Jerry, Jerry, from mayor of Cincinnati to host of a hit trash talk show, an iconic TV personality has passed. Jerry Springer has died at the age of 79 from pancreatic cancer. Best known for hosting a tabloid talk show known for outrageous arguments, throwing chairs, and physical altercations between couples and homewreckers, the Jerry Springer Show made Jerry Springer the godfather of trash TV. The show ran for more than 4,000 episodes. 
what will you remember Jerry for? So Snooki and Dina had him on their like little TV show they were trying to make. And <laughs> that's all I could ever think of. And when they were like, they can, they looked at him and they're like, it's because of you that Jersey shore happened. And he said, please don't say that. <laughs> I mean, it's BT. Um, but like, it's also true. It's, it's fully true. Um, I, I will always remember his terrible, terrible, terrible run on dancing with the stars. Um, like to the point of people vote, kept voting him through because, and the judges kept trying to knock him out, but he couldn't. Um, and speaking of judges, um, Len Goodman, longtime judge of Dancing with Stars and Strictly Come Dancing, has also passed away this week at age 78. Um, so sad news for the Dancing with Stars family this week. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. I feel literally nothing. Like, no shame um, to Jerry. Just So one of the legacies that I will always have for Jerry Springer is I love Jerry Springer the Opera. Oh my God. One of my favorites. I got to see the revival in New York a couple of years, but it has gifted us one of the greatest songs ever. I just want to dance. If you don't know the song, just YouTube it. Um, there is a wonderful little montage video out there of the original version of the song with all dance scenes in cinema history. It's really, really cute. Um, but the song is so great. It's really a powerful, impactful song. And then when you unpack it a little bit and realize that it's done by the stripping pole dancer, magic, magic. Um, are you familiar with Jerry Springer, the opera? I'm familiar. I've listened to it once or twice. I'm not like a super fan. It's cute. It's so campy. It is It is so good of a satire. Um, so yeah, if you if you don't know it, just, just Google it a little bit. Um, but I think as much as you trash the trash host, he's made a really big impact on pop culture. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not knocking him at all. Just No, I know. We, we do as a society because that's what he did. But like, he knows, he's aware that he made a very big impact. Like, yeah, we had other shows like Mari, Povich and all that stuff. Jerry Springer was the one you watched. Yeah. Jerry Springer is the one you knew shit was going to go down. Oh, for sure. Um, did you ever fear that you were going to have to be on that show? No. No. I would, it's all, it, no. Like, uh, I feel like there was some like, Chris, Kara Cunningham was on it, right? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, yes, good times, good times, fun times. Um, Jerry, rest in peace. Um, yeah. Congrats on a great career. Congrats. All right, this one, um, I think you have some feelings on. Let's see. So who's going to volunteer as tribute? The exclusive trailer for the Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, dropped, and people have opinions. Based on the hit young adult franchise by Suzanne Collins, the story is set 64 years before the action of the first story. The action centers on the would-become tyrannical president of Pan Am, Coriolanus Snow, as he is assigned to mentor Lucy Graybird, the female tribute of District 12 during the 10th Hunger Games. The film features Tom Blythe and Rachel Zegler in the lead roles with Peter Dinklage, Hunter Schaefer, Jason Schwartzman, and Viola Davis taking on supporting characters. What did you think of the trailer, and have you read this novel? I did read the novel. I read it when it came out, actually. I had in it like... 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I had it on, like, 
pre-order from the Amazons. And so it came right to me because we were middle of hit COVID. So like, yes. obviously I'm not getting to a bookstore in that. And I wanted to read my, wanted to read the book and it was, it, it's a, it's a good book. It's structurally different than the other three novels. Like it has very clear, distinct, like parts to it that are sectionalized. Um, like before the games, the game, and then like the others, it kind of just would end right afterwards. You didn't necessarily get what happened afterwards, but this had like a whole part three of like 200 pages afterwards that showed like the kind of the fallout from it. To it's basically a, to help give the arc of snow. Yeah. And honestly, this book, it it's interesting because the, the games that we see in the original trilogy are all like the very like flashy shall we like it's already a spectacle whereas this one it very much is this is the ninth one they're doing people aren't tuning in people don't give a fuck how do we get people to give a fuck oh we have to turn it into a spectacle we have to make it like a horse race a betting thing this or that and so it's how the games evolved how snow evolved how everything kind of formulated and when i read this book i i thought to myself you know what suzanne collins has a very good world built what she should do is continue elaborating on that. And honestly, like she has enough source material where she could elaborate on different characters. And like, of course you'd get the games of the characters we knew from the books that like it's their version, but I think she could write 75 novel or yeah, have 75 novels written because of the- Now, now do you want prequels or post trilogy? What do you well, no, prequel? I would like each of the games like that we like Hamish's game or like Phoenix game or Annie's game. Like there, you have all these different games that have existed that I would love to read. And mm-hmm. even if I know, okay, Finnick has to win because he gets to this point. It's you like I still want to see the journey there and see how he grows as a character. Cause she she writes the, the them very well. Like despite how you necessarily feel about the ser- the genre. Or, or about, you know, the movies, the books are very well constructed. Now, let's talk about the trailer. Oh, fire. Casting fire. You're, you, what, why? Oh, everyone. I love how they, every single character is like perfect. And I think Viola Davis is going to put her whole fucking heart into that shit. And like, I'm just excited. Viola Davis loves playing a character now. She's done with playing realistic women. She's like, give me a fucking character and I'm going to eat the set. Because it's just, it's, it's as the issue I was talking about at the beginning. You play the same fucking thing for long enough, it gets boring. She doesn't want to play like, she she wants to play a villain. She wants to play a campy, like campy over the top villain because it's fun versus I'm going to keep playing the serious, like get the single tear with the snot running down. Like, she doesn't want to do that anymore. She wants to have fun. Now, um, I don't know who Tom Blythe was before this, but I'm going to look up his Wikipedia page and uh, see what I can see him in later on. But uh, that blonde dye haired, no, not great. Um, Rachel Zegler. She is That's becoming the, the, the it girl right now. She's in a lot of big movies. Um, is the hype worth it? Is she yes. going to, she, she's going to be compared to Jennifer Lawrence. Will... But she shouldn't. Okay, this is the big thing. The character of Lucy is not Katniss. Katniss. 
Katniss she is evergreen. Not they're they're not the same character. They're not the, they don't have the same journey. They don't have the same motivation. But they will be compared. You know that's how which society works. Don't compare. Like y'all need to not. Like they are completely different. It's not even like oh well. This is like the wish version of no. They have completely no. different motivations, um, completely different personalities. And I now think don't going, spoil anything. No. Now, obviously, like in the trilogy, we know it's all about action and, and strength. Uh, Rachel Zegler looks like she can be blown over by the wind. Um, is that the character? Yeah, she's very much like a traveling bard. Like, think of like like the traveling puppet shows or like that sort of feel of like, she's very much a, a person of the wind and like very much a come and go leaf of a human. And, and so it's all about how her name basically gets picked because they want her ass Gonzo. Gotcha. Okay. And they know that she ain't going to live. Um, Jason Schwartzman, perfect casting. Um, Stunning. So funny. So funny. Hunter Schaefer. Hunter Schaefer. Not the best actress. No. Still okay with it. Okay. Okay. Listen. This, She's hot though. Fucking hot. so perfect. The casting for this is so perfect. I really would recommend reading the books. Like I don't it's, know how to read. Can, do, oh, do you do Leah, read them to me? No. I already read them once. I don't want to read it again. You, you need to pick up a book and you need to read. I think Santina Fontana is the... Uh, voice actor for the book i believe i read that on wikipedia santino uh, fontana yeah um also peter dinklage, dinklage peter dinklage is it supposed to be played by that kind of no oh but obsessed great Soul. amazing because listen he can play a mean mean man i do love peter dinklage uh well i did not love him in serano de bergerac the, well, tele- the movie that was right. terrible not going to comment on that one. Did you um, watch it? No, I. No, it was bad. So, you're excited. You'll be there right. night one. Uh, probably not night one because I'm too old to do that midnight movie bullshit. But okay. I'll be there. I'll see it. How I'll would you it. do in the Hunger Games? I don't know what setting are we in because you know they're all different settings. Um, if it was like a city setting, I think I would do a little better than like a. Woods. It's a beach. You're in a beach, not a beach. A beach? Yeah. Like just, there's nowhere to hide? Like a jungle, like a beach with like some, like a jungle, like you're on Survivor. That kind of beach. I'm dead. I'm not, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step myself off of the little thing before the timer's done to blow myself up. I'm like, woods? Camping? Absolutely not. No, she's not there. Um, That's not her journey. She's gotta go. You know, I'm still bitter about Rue. Okay. Do you, do we need to talk about it? Yeah, why do they kill Rue off? I don't because care only about, one can live. I don't care about Katniss's growth arc. I don't know. Rue wins. Rue's the best. I, I agree. And the fact that we didn't have a Rue ex Rue moment on Drag Race is bullshit, but whatever. That's a whole different conversation. A Rue ex Rue. She was a guest judge this season. Wait, she was? Yes. No. Yes, she was. She was a guest judge this season. The girl played Rue. Yeah, she was a guest judge. Yeah. Um, what other young adult franchises do you want more origin stories from? Because um, I have one character from a certain wizard series that I would love to see in a series. 
We already tried that. It didn't work. Listen, friends, you know it's going to keep on happening because we're getting Harry Potter the series. I know. Um, well, it's, we're getting it because Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe told J.K. Rowling she can go fuck herself and she's trying to make that stupid cursed child into a movie and like it's just not the vibe. So now um, she's like, fuck them. I can do it myself again. I want to read a, read a Skeeter series. I don't. Why? I don't want any more Harry Potter. Okay. I'm kind of tapped out. It's. I feel like that is also oversaturated. And like, what I also just you? hate JK. What house are you? I'm a Slytherin. Yeah, that checks out. That makes sense. Um, I put a poll on Instagram because I want to see if people could figure out what house I was. I took multiple tests. Um, or Hufflepuff. I am more Ravenclaw, but there is Hufflepuff tendencies within. Um, He's a Ravenclaw, but a Hufflepuff on his dad's side. No, that's literally what it said. It was it was Ravenclaw with Hufflepuff right on the line. Interesting. I'm artistic. I, I'm 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 um, Robert Pattinson. Wild. Robert Pattinson was a Hufflepuff. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought he was. I don't know. She I, was a Hufflepuff. Bitch. I don't remember. I don't remember. Whatever. I thought it was blue. I don't remember. Um, Ravenclaws are cool though. Okay, so TV show back to what book would I like to see more of in TV and movies? Is that no, just uh, origin stories? Origin stories, yeah, because this is basically the origin story. I know, but don't say wicked. Ew, David. Ew, I'm excited for that movie. I'm very excited, but um, this is a tough one. Why you have one locked in already? I just said you. I I want to read a skater. I know, but like I didn't like that answer. Do you have a different one? Um, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, listen, there are maybe not necessarily young adult. I know it is geared for children. There are so many characters in the um who universe that I would love to see have like their own little um side projects. I would have said the Golden Compass, but the HBO TV show is like really fleshing that out and giving it a lot of extra backstory and with Philip Pullman. Um, so I can't be mad at that one. That was one of my favorites. Um, there, I don't know. I, a lot of times I feel like the books I read, like they're very fleshed. I don't know if I've ever finished like a trilogy or something and been like, I kind of need more other than All right, the so Hunger Games. How about, how about moving away from young adult? How about other characters from novels that you want to see get an origin story? I would like actually- For me, when, uh, when uh, we got this sort of origin story of Annie from Misery, I was like, yes, what a character origin. Um, that was fun. What other characters? I would love to see like a fully, and he's dead, so it's not happening. A fully fleshed out story of like Gollum, Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. I loved those books, loved them so much. And seeing like a fully fleshed, fully like journeyed moment with that would be really cool. I also just started the undertaking known as the Wheel of Time 15 book series so i may have thoughts once i finish that if there's anything any rock that he hasn't written about left to uncover um i would like to know that but i i mean i don't know i a lot of stuff it's i'm I'm reading a couple of trilogies that 
he's that's still being written. Like I just started the Atlas six. Um, I want to get the second one, but I need to wait for it to be in soft cover because I have the first one in soft cover. And if I have a soft cover and a hard cover next to each other, it's going to drive me nuts. Um, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. And I'll admit it. I'll fully admit it. Um, all right. I mean, I, I, I'm here for a Gollum or OG story. Um, but I just think I, it'd be I, so fascinating. I just, after I, I still have not watched that last episode of um, the prequel series. I'm really liking it. I'm excited for season two. I'm excited for season two of the Wheel of Time. Um, there's, I mean, I don't know. I feel like with media these days, it, we're just pumping out these sequels it's and too much. And this goal and that goal. And like, I, I've just been trying to find like things that are standalone. Like I can finish a book and put it down and know that like it's, that's it. Yeah. I have been really liking Grady Hendrix's stuff and they're turning a lot of that into movies and TV shows. And I think the books are fantastic. So I'm excited to see it. Um, My Best Friend's Exorcism was one of his. Did you see that movie when it was on Prime? I did not. It's funny. You would like, it's campy. It's very campy. I got a lot to watch. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm going to get through Harry Potter before I go to uh, Universal so I can at least be like, oh my God, I know this. Wait, you uh, haven't um, seen all the Harry Potter movies before? No. What? Girl, I thought you like started that journey like in the pandemic. No, it was pre-pandemic and I had to stop during the pandemic and then shit went down and I was like, well, can't finish those last four. So got to do it now myself. They don't, uh, sorry, no podcast content for those. Just like, I don't know, binge them this weekend. Get a, get oh, a that's wine. That's my plan. That's literally what my plan is. Perfect. Um, Because there's only one drink to cover this week yes oh i'm so happy um, you could stop watching one. drag races and then it would free sweetheart. you up time to see other things sweetheart i got my connects at wow right now so i'm not stopping that one um are you ready for our final topic all right lay it on me r9 is postponed again because mother has a new job oh nana what's her name it's smurfette Rihanna has been cast in the voice role in a new live-action hybrid film, The Smurfs Movie, and no Neil Patrick Harris casting has been revealed. Rihanna will also write, record, and produce the upcoming project. The film is set to explore the themes of identity and ask the central question, what is a Smurf? How do you think Katy Perry feels about losing her gig to Rihanna? I'm sure Katy Perry does not care. She already got her paycheck. She got to be Smurfette. Um, will you be watching this film when it is released in February 2025? No. But I thought you were a Rihanna stan. Yes, but no. Uh, do you think Rihanna will write a song for the Smurfs movie that will be Oscar nominated? No. Oh, my God. Um, are you a fan of the Smurfs? Or is that before your time? No. I know the Smurfs, but God, I, this is like a journey. Why? I'm just. Do we need a Smurf movie? Another one? No, we absolutely do not. Did the first two sell well with Neil Patrick Harris? No, and that's why they're trying it again. They gotta stop. Just like we're getting more um, Ninja Turtles uh, content with Seth Rogen. Um, no, Patrick Star is getting a spinoff. Paramount is the makeup those. guy. No, this starfish from SpongeBob. There's two. There's a lot of Patrick Stars. I know. You gotta. You gotta. Could you you imagine? Was Patrick Star playing Patrick Star? 
iconic, legendary, show-stopping. Um, yeah. We're just, are we running out of original ideas? No, you have to remember, you are now at the age of nostalgia. We are going back to our youth and we are pulling and plucking from our youth because nostalgia is a safe place. It makes money, I know. It's stupid. Like, I'm over it. I don't care. I don't want to revisit, like, cartoons and shit. Like, I... There's... Okay, you know what? There's one cartoon franchise I think needs a full-on amazing reboot. I'll take a live-action version. Give me Captain Planet. You know what? That's a vibe. That's a full vibe. It would be perfect for today's society, too. I feel like that would be a full vibe. And, like, no one talks about motherfucking Captain Planet anymore. Like, fucking... Um, Earth, it's a little fire, problematic. Wind, um, you got to change some heart. countries around because some countries don't really exist anymore. Um, but no, I think Captain Planet would be amazing. Which Captain Planet element would you be? Oh, it was always going to be water. I, I was a water kid. Oh, she was a heart girl. Of course you were. Course she you was were. a homosexual. Um, you wouldn't want to be Captain Planet? No, that twink. Uh, Troy Sivan as Captain Planet. No, ew, David. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Rock as Captain Planet is more likely to happen than Troy Sivan. Oh, no. Um, I'm saying. Actually, Dave Batista as Captain Planet. Ew, uh, no. Don't knock it till you try it. What other iconic cartoon characters do you think Rihanna should voice? Snarf. Who? Thundercats. Snarf. Uh, no <laughs> sorry okay <laughs> so much in my head wow I'm, so, I'm sorry that was oh shit can you imagine uh, let's put fucking it out there funny. fucking funny no um fuck it why can't rihanna be captain planet sure um but we have to really discuss this other element of this why is she continuing to postpone this album? Because she hates us. Does she not have music for uh, the, the, the kind of music world she wants to put out there? I don't know. I mean, maybe she just doesn't want to. Maybe it's she's she, like, she, at this point, it's gone on for so long that maybe she's like, I got to put out like the best album that anyone's ever heard because it's been so long. So maybe she's just like, mm, this isn't up to par or this one song. And Absolutely. so she's really I trying to make it, it a moment, which is, I'm fine. Like release the best album you've ever released. Say it's your last one and never have to do it again. I, I, I do think motherhood is going to um, deter things, but I think you're going to have a different perspective of Rihanna through her music as a mother. If we even get new music. I think we will. I, I think she's going to, um when she's ready she'll do it she'll it, i guarantee you she's gonna be like fuck these children run into the recording studio and sing a song about how much she hates her kids um and then no this is an like, m&m and then and then cut that and then write a song how much she loves her children and that this... will be the song that all mothers listen to oh god no then she'll have sold out she'll be maroon five now what what if what if rihanna just has a whole album of rihanna lullabies then it would just be Maroon 5's latest album. Adam Lambert. Not Adam Lambert. Adam Levin. 
Adam Levine. Many- oh, did you just confuse Adam Levine with Adam Lambert? Sure One did. of them is actually good. The other is Adam Levine. He sold the fuck out. Like Maroon yeah. Five used to be like edgy and kind of cool, and now it's like I'm singing songs with about my daughter and Cardi B is slow rapping on them. Like, sir, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear you try and actually sing and be all like, oh, look at me. I'm hot because I'm Adam Levin. Like, nobody cares Adam Levin. Tell us how you really really feel. Fucking hate Adam Levin. Levine. Adam Levine. Levin, Levine, same thing. No, not at all. You wouldn't call her Avril Levin. What? Avril Levin? Well, that's spelled differently. But it's still Levine. Well, yeah, that's Avril Levine. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Um, What are you looking forward to next week, Mikey? What am I looking forward to next week? Um, There's only one answer. What? The Met Gala. Oh, shit. It's (gasps) Monday, baby. I'm going to throw up. I'm not prepared. Um, You and I can talk offline if we want to see if we can do a Met Gala recap as we have done the past two years. Um, I know you're a busy working girl, so if we can't do it, um, it's fine. Oh, no, I have rehearsal. Oh, no. I'm going to literally not have to focus up. Thank God I'm a princess track in this show because, like, my ass needs to watch the fucking Met Gala happen. Who do you think is going to turn it? Burn it Um, it. I don't even know who's going because Kim K allegedly is not. Good. Fuck I don't her. think Zendaya is going either. She's probably busy with her whatever. Like all the people that actually show up and like turn the party have been like, yeah, I'm not going this year. So like who the fuck's going? James Corden. But to wear a boring ass suit? No, nobody wants RuPaul. her. RuPaul. Is he? Honestly, what? You know who should go? You know year. who I want there? Sasha motherfucking Colby. Could you imagine? Yeah, but eh, I like, I don't, I just, as long as she wears pretty, wears a pretty thing. Like, I just want to see pretty things and like camp and like high class and like extravagance. I want to see things that are like unwearable anywhere, but on this red carpet. Uh, Blake Lively will not be going, I believe. Who I the she's fuck's being, showing up? She's being a mother. Um, Can people know. stop being like mothers? Are you a mother? Mother? Stop Megan Trainer. I fucking hate her. Ooh, can she not go? She's like heard one one piece of like gay lingo and like tried to turn it into her whole career. So like I need her and her fucking little homo Chris to stop. I'm on a roll today. I'm vicious. I'm sorry. Um, so Met Gala, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk offline and figure out what we can do for that. Um, but yeah, I don't, what else is happening? I'm, I'm just getting prepared for my little journey to Los Angeles. I have to also see a community theater production of Little Shop of Horrors, a community theater production of Calendar Girls, and a community theater production of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, all next weekend. Well, you did it to yourself. I did. I said yes to too many things. I have too many friends. I'm just too popular. That's really good. You are very popular. Um, I'm going to New York City. Not this next weekend, but the following, where I'm going to finally be in see LA. Parade. Oh, nice. I'm going to be in the city. I'm going to see Parade. I'm going to see Grey House. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see Life of Pi. And then we're trying to decide what other two shows. We're thinking maybe Thanksgiving play. Okay. Sounds I kind fun. of also want to see Prima Fossey. 
I saw Thanksgiving play when I was at Pirates Horizon. So I'm like, how is this the cast for the show? But okay. But it's also different. I know they changed it a little bit, but. They changed it enough that it could qualify. Yeah, I know. I don't get it, but whatever. Um, It was a weird play. It was a weird fucking play. I'm kind of excited because it looks like something that could I could put on in this area. Yeah, a little controversial, maybe, but yeah. No, well, the fact that it's all white people is and like the whole thing. But that's the like, whole commentary. That then that's the whole commentary. Like, could be done in this yeah. area. We'll see. We'll see. Where can we find you on social media? Um, I'm at Mikey Nichols Pate on the Instagram. Amazing friends you can follow and and maybe Mikey will post something once in a while and you can go see him live in a show. I don't post much anymore. I don't have that kind of energy. What's the point? I don't want to be famous. People love you. No, they want to know what you're up to. No, they don't care. Nobody cares about me. That's a lie. Well, this was fun. Until next time. Bye. 